Hello and welcome to the Higher Trainer Podcast. This is your host, Darren McGuinness, aka Coach Pig. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. If you're here to listen to AGV, sorry I just had to pause for that beautiful drop every time. If you're here to listen to AGV, you come to the right spot. Myself and ourselves went and did a bit of training, we got a coffee. We talked for a few hours about all the things that she's been doing over the past little while, some of our plans going forward. We got a bit of food and then we sat down and recorded this episode, which was recorded at McGuinness's pub, The Big House in Dundalk. Edgy is a very interesting person. She is involved in a whole bunch of different projects. She's into photography. She runs her own podcast, The I Am A Diva Podcast. It's all about creating different conversations about women in the music industry and she also runs her own clothing label, Real Raw Remarkable. Remarkable. I knew I was going to fuck it up whenever I had it written down on the page. Uh, But we chat about all of that, chat about her music career, we chat about the music industry and the creativity around music and yeah we also have a patreon page now so if you want to support the podcast head on over to the link in my bio on instagram support the podcast in whatever way you can and enjoy this episode fuckers this out Lally. Uh, so boom I have to say boom uh, we're live because that's literally every every podcast that I did it was always the start unintentionally I would be like boom and we're live yeah it just stuck in my brain I don't know why do you have it and you do at the start of a podcast uh, like um yes I always say hello and you are listening to I'm a diva podcast this is your talk show host <laughs> and we're back with another wonderful episode and that's literally the same thing love that so yeah, I do. But at least that's intentional. Mine is unintentional and it could be more impressive. I feel like you're like, I'm coming in with a bang. Be ready, ladies and gents. But it's a relaxing boom. It's not even boom. It's like <laughs> boom and we're live. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is, uh, we're in McGuinness's pub in Dundalk. I am joined by AGV. And yeah, we're going to chat about a whole bunch of different things. But starting off. Uh, probably best to talk about you and tell people what AGV is all about. Sure. So put you in the spot straight away. It puts me on the spot, like literally. Like, well used to it. Um. So I guess I'm mostly known as a female rapper, and um, that's kind of the thing that I've been most focused on. But obviously now that music kind of took a backseat for a while, I'm still working on music behind the scene. I'm actually working on a solo EP at the minute and finishing the EP with my sister Gigi Karma, who we usually perform together with. So, but in the meantime, I realized you kind of have to start building a bit more of a security for yourself in other avenues. And that's where also out of the sheer mental health that needed to be focused and maintained, I had to do that during like the lockdown where I decided to launch Amadiva Podcast, which is a little intro I did there just a second ago for those who don't know, which is a female focused podcast um, for underrepresented females in the music industry. So shameless plug. Shameless plug. That's funny. I love that. That's actually hilarious. So if you're only listening to this, you miss miss me picking up a plug. So so entertaining. That That was genius. That was a moment. I love the shameless plug. I'm like, wow. I'm gonna be like literally taking pictures with a plug now and saying shameless plug. Um. So yeah. Um. Decided to like launch a podcast because I realized females in the music industry are not represented the same way and people can say whatever they want to say it's just it is the case and i wanted to give females a platform to kind of show we have stuff to say we do know what we're talking about in our area of expertise and i guess it's kind of trying to now break down the barriers to say you know if you're unsure of a female you might want to hire in a certain area of a project of music whatever it is that you want to do it could be lighting it could be you know graphic design it could be video production you know so it's like anything at all it's like now you can come to my podcast and you can see that the women I've selected to work are really good at what they do. And that gives you a chance to kind of go and, and find out if you want to support females in the music industry. And so, yeah, that, I'm now in season three. So we're nearly 
halfway through season three, which I'm really, really happy about. And I'm actually planning on doing like eventually networking events as well mm -hmm. and support um, female artists as well and give them a platform to perform at the end of the night. And so those things are to come keep a lookout for that. And I've been working on my clothing brand as well, which is Real Robin Markwood Clothing. And it's like aura clothing. So it's kind of like, Ur, you know, where it's Ur. like the logo is like a tiger and it's like, Ur. and it, it, it's kind of the fiery kind of nature a little bit. And uh, the slogan is supporting your modern lifestyle. So when you think about it, it's, it's all about kind of like clothing that is functional, but it's like cool because you want to look cool. You want to look slick, but you want to be like comfortable. I think comfort kind of is taken the forefront since COVID, especially because you're like, I don't want to leave the house forever without for me. my sweatpants. I'm always, so. I'm always about comfort. And uh, Dana McGarfin always goes out to me. She's like, you know, you could show you something a bit nicer. And I'm like, this is literally the coziest thing I could wear. I think cozy first, but now you're solving solution and having something swaggy and having something Exactly. Cozy. So I'm, I'm taking these elements into consideration. On top of that, I do have a sustainable vision for the brand. So there's going to be mm. some unisex pieces, there's going to be some men's clothes, and there's going to be some uh, female clothes, and then also some other personal items, which we're keeping uh, kind of under wraps, and you'll get to see once it's launched, and we'll keep you know, we'll keep adding items on, on those stores. So it's just kind of keep a lookout. Um, so like I said, the sustainable vision is a big thing for me as well, because obviously now it's becoming more prevalent the way the world is going kind of taking place and i was like we can't deny things the way they are and the way things are going in the wrong direction when it comes to how we you know as cons as consumers and as you know production people if we're part of like uh, creating something you have to ask yourself okay how is this how is this going to get to the end point when it's like decomposing how mm. is this going to decompose i'll so, drink to that drink to that so here's to a happy earth uh in a happy future for all of us and future generations and this is really important stuff and obviously it's an expensive thing to get into let's be mm. clear starting your own business is not <laughs> it's not a cheap thing to do and also going fully sustainable is not an easy thing to do either it's about to say that sustainability is a lot of times expensive just the way that things are and the way our economies are fucking designed you know, we're not, our, not exactly supporting that. We're no, encouraging that. Either. It's the opposite event, and like it's like the the materials that are really cheap are probably the most unsustainable. You know, um, and speaking on unsustainable, like sustainability, I seen an ad, not an ad, it was a post. Lad Bible Ireland put up. It was about you can now fly, or why you drive down to Kerry, you can fly from Kerry to Dublin <laughs> for twenty euro, and the comments was literally like. Oh yeah, only twenty euro to burn a hole in the ozone layer or something like that. Yeah. It's like people ripping into it, and I think I put it underneath. Wow. And I was like, for twenty euro, you can create a two euro coin size hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I don't love what's actually happening, but I'm saying how people you can see this just proves a point that people are so aware and so much more conscious than where we were actually mm. a year ago or even two years ago. Um, we've come a long way in terms of like as people ourselves and educating ourselves of like what am I consuming, what am I wearing, what am I buying, how is this going to end up in the landfill, what is it made out of, and we're questioning these things more often and I think that's an important part in now becoming like what am I providing for the world and, and this is something I'm passionate about, you know, um, like I said, making people feel good in, the, in themselves, feeling good about the world, but part of feeling good about yourself is saying, okay, I'm wearing something that's like organic material mm. or when it arrived, it was sustainable packaging. So actually the one cool thing, okay, there's there's still so much development taking place in the items that will, are to come. So there's gonna be like organic cotton being used. Um, but one cool thing I can say is that the, the packaging you're gonna receive it in is 100% compostable. It actually is gonna say at the front of a cute little sign that says 100% uh, compostable worms love me <laughs> so it's like all you can do is just like plant it and worms will eat it so you're feeding little love worms. that love that <laughs> it's, it's funny like i'm not even on purpose i have real raw remarkable the sustainable and inclusive choice isn't that just the cheesiest fucking ad you've ever heard i'm sorry edgy i had to do it uh you're probably like, what the fuck's going on right now? But this is going to be a spot for local businesses, not just businesses who believe in the podcast and, and maybe sim share similar ethos and beliefs to maybe advertise. And for this episode, I think Real Raw Remarkable deserves a shine. I'm really passionate about a lot of the things that Eddie uh, is promoting with her business and I believe in ethos, so she deserves this little slot. 
and this little bit of shine go and check out the pig go and check out the clothes she recently did a photo shoot so there's going to be some interesting interesting things popping up in that page and you'll be able to purchase some of these pieces for christmas so go check it out and i hope you enjoy the rest of this podcast but if you are a business or somebody who has your own business derp and you enjoy this podcast maybe you would like to advertise in the podcast email me at darren mcginnis at higher training at higher training that page <laughs> darren mcginnis at higher training that page email me there and let's have a little chat and see if our ethos is aligned bro also also quick before darren and edgy come back we have a patreon page there's going to be loads of extra goodies up there you're going to be able to see inside the podcast see it inside and be able to contribute questions and topics and maybe even some guests but yeah go have a look at that we love you I, the bottles that you pointed out earlier that I have, uh, those are made by a fella who runs a company called Narcissips. Shameless plug. Another, another shameless <laughs> plug. But he, he's all about sustainability. Yeah. And and then also a girl I got on the podcast, uh, who I did the last podcast in, uh, Megan McGuigan, she is a shop just down the road, the clothing brand called Seeking Judy, and it's all sustainability focused. It's funny, I didn't even do that on purpose, and I've surrounded myself with sustainable sustainably minded folk that's amazing and I'm, and I'm happy and and it, like as well as that like you're supporting local businesses which is a big big Massive. key note right now as well so i'm just like thinking this is good this is good um so the other thing i'm focusing on as well is i've recently got into um female photography so this is another thing i launched and this is a very different creative space for myself that i kind of jumped into um focusing like gift yourself the gift of self-love by mm. through a personal photo shoot and this is something that i think kind of came to me as a, like a, one of those little nudges that keeps like poking you <laughs> until you do something about it and and i think that came through a lot like through meditation as well and I, whether people believe in that or not but like i get a lot of good ideas but after <laughs> meditating you know <laughs> you're like allow, <laughs> allow the good to flow into your life um it's so, witchcraft i'm telling you <laughs> it's not witchcraft well I mean, whatever way you look at it, but I so, see. I need to pause now. I seen somebody share a meme the other night. Uh, it was like me up uh, up late doing a blood curse, and you're at home thinking it's about you, uh, but it's not really. Or so, something along those lines. So, uh, don't know where these memes are coming from. I don't support witchcraft in any way, shape, or form. Um, That's dramatic. That is, <laughs> that is whoever made that meme is a very dramatic person. Yeah. Um, bless them. No, there's nothing wrong with meditation. I'm a big fan of meditation, actually. Um, got into it about a year ago, I'd say, a year and a half ago, using the app, the, the Calm app. Yeah. Just like doing like five minutes here, 10 minutes there. But yeah. it's definitely been one of the things that's stuck with me. I like, you know, I have it that definitely makes me feel better and improves me day. Um, now, trying to sell that to somebody else and trying to push it on to other people is hard. And I don't think True. Not, it's not for everybody. No. I think you can meditate through many different ways rather than just sitting down and, and uh, like not thinking even though that's rarely what happens whenever I'm meditating you know people expect you're gonna sit down and then all of a sudden it's just gonna be like um oh. going through your brain I know that's all. the thing and we have to understand that everyone's very different and has a very different lifestyle and how you know there's the walking meditation there's like mindful uh, drawing you know people like color the you know the little book the little books like mm. like the anxiety books that you get and you can color them in yourself and Gosh. it's like that's a form of meditation too and i was like that so it's like finding what suits you it's like understand that you know it's your life and, and you have to understand that this doesn't work for you it's okay and then you can try other things um but in, in terms of the photography, so that's kind of how I came to that entire idea is, is I kept getting nudges and I was like, I'm, I've done like a have a background in digital marketing. So I'm pretty good at like online branding and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, my little nudge is just saying, just set up a page mm. and just work out and do, do good branding and just put it up. That's all you have to do. And as soon as I did, boom, two days later, I had someone like book out a photo shoot. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, this was interesting. And so that was a very interesting and beautiful experience and how intuitive and connecting with another female, myself being a female, mm. it was kind of like, I didn't know I could have such an experience while doing a photo shoot with someone and 
I recently done um, a branded photo shoot for a jewelry brand as well and um, it's also kind of like focused towards females at the moment but there's going to be more pieces coming down the line but that was a beautiful project of itself and it, it even pushed the limits of like the femininity aspect mm -hmm. of it again so it's like it's really like attuning me to my own femininity through doing that for for gifting that to someone else so I'm I can't imagine where it's gonna lead me but right now it's like moving at such a fiery pace that I was like another thing is popping up another thing is popping up and I was like I didn't expect it and what I'm trying to say to people I guess is sometimes those things that you completely disregard for like oh that's that's nothing that little nudge in the back of your head and you're like oh how am I gonna do that because you've never maybe considered it before a lot of times that's where those things that could take you to the coolest craziest places that mm -hmm. things lift off and kick off and mm -hmm. you just kind of follow it and just give things a chance is all I'm saying. And Love that. I think you pick like that there example of the, you just popping up the page and then somebody getting touching touch with you. I think a lot of time if you're putting up stuff on social media, um, maybe you throw up loads of different stuff. Uh, you don't think that maybe everybody kind of noticed them small little things that you popped up. Obviously somebody noticed the quality of the photos that you've been putting up over however many maybe. years you've been posting and then all of a sudden you're doing photography. <clears throat> side of things and then boom snap but that could be in anything it doesn't have to be photographer you could be True. putting up your dinner and your dinner just looks fucking lovely all the time and then all of a sudden you put out a recipe book and then boom people sign up for it you know <laughs> yeah. that could be something as simple as that yeah you don't really know you just don't know like you, and and that's what i'm saying like it's just giving things a chance in your life and even just digital marketing i decided to take the journey of digital marketing just to promote myself and my music i was like mm. you know it's so it's so important to know, understand the online sphere and how it works and get good content up and all of that is, is a big thing but it led me to so much work opportunities like that i was like wow and it's the thing that i totally disregarded yet again so this is kind of like the highlight of it you just don't know you just don't know you just don't know what you're capable of the unlocking of your potential <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny it takes sometimes like meditation or a conversation with somebody for something to snap up and we were talking about ideas early on we were bouncing ideas off each other but in terms of you've got a few things going on a fair few things going on at the moment mm. do you find it hard trying to balance all of those things or is that something that you're quite good at is being able to keep your hand in all of those areas um i think it I think every person can agree that whether you have one regular nine to five job um, and you've got your personal life, you've got you know, your social life and all of the other kind of demands. But one thing I've realized is that you, you go into different flows. Mm. So, you know, one week or even just that one day can be you're just in a better headspace. It could be something else that's going on in your life that may be occupying your headspace some other days. And it's just <laughs> cheers. Yeah, it's hard to focus on other things, you know. And, and it's realizing that um, where I'm at and being honest with yourself where you are at on the day and sometimes maybe pushing yourself past the comfort zone and say, um, am I able to do more than I think today? And am I going to push myself a little bit and maybe push yourself and surprise yourself? could be one of those days. Mm. So it's, it's asking yourself, okay, am I really in a bad space and I need a day to myself? And maybe do one one good thing. Sometimes doing that one good thing is enough to push you to do other things because mm. you feel so good about completing it. So it's really understanding and learning about yourself as a person and finding that workflow and finding what's the easiest way to lean into that. It's kind of like with a motorcycle where you're taking a bend and you're like, I have to lean into the bend mm. to not go against the bend because you know, it's, it creates more friction. Yeah. So it's the same with your own bodily kind of flow and your own workflow. It's like find the least resistance of leaning into that and what works for you each day and each moment is different. And once you do that, it's like you start to see a little bit of a, like rhythm yeah and you might you know? see patterns popping up then you as do. well you do. i think that's one a lot of people try and base the way they do things off other people it's mm -hmm. important early on and anything so early on for you maybe whenever you're starting music or you want to base yourself off somebody else you need to you need to have something based off to have a, a reference point but as you kind of get into it more you start figuring out that no i need to try maybe i pick things from a lot of different people because each person's unique in the way that they work how long they can actually walk without needing taking the break, what type of environment they might actually thrive in a wee bit better, 
You know, there's so many individual differences between people that trying to do it the way Tom or Dick down the road does it is going to go <laughs> arse ways against you. Yeah. And then you'll feel a shift for not being able to do the mental work that they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. I find that a lot where people are like, right, I'm just going to bash this way of doing things. I'm just going to force myself to do it. I'm going to bury myself into the ground. Even if it seems like it's not working, I'm actually ending the day with no work done. Yeah. I'm just going to still keep doing it because yeah. that's what they're doing. Yeah. Instead of figuring so out, true. I need maybe, I need to have fucking incense burning. I need to have flowers <laughs> around me. Whatever. Little soft bath at the end. Yeah, whatever you're into. Whatever you're into. <laughs> I don't judge. No, no, and, and you're absolutely right. Is it's um, also I think another important thing is being quite brutally honest with yourself because you know those days where you're saying, oh, I just need a day to myself, and then underneath it, you're kind of like, I know you're kind of like slacking off. You know, you know the days when you're slacking off. You know what? There's somebody posted something earlier. ESG Fitness. Shout out ESG Fitness. I don't actually know, <laughs> but I just follow her. She posted something about five habits that have helped me. And one of them was something about not asking yourself, am I going to regret doing this or not doing this yeah. in six weeks time or a year's yeah. time? So for example, on that day, if you're feeling like, oh, I need to take a day for myself, you might actually think and be like, no, I haven't had a day to myself in months. Mm -hmm. I probably should fucking take this. Mm -hmm. I won't regret it. Mm -hmm. If you do regret it. More often than not, you should probably do it. That's exactly it. And, and what you need to do is try to find that happy balance because what tends to happen is you might have taken that day to slack off, but underneath it, you kind of eroded your self-worth mm. a little bit and you kind of self-esteem. Because I do feel like I was like, I just wasted a day, if I'm being totally honest. Mm. I'm not saying the art of doing nothing is just as beautiful and it's just as important, but I'm saying it's those days where you're saying okay, I really caught up well with my work, so I like to create the space to be able to enjoy the art of doing nothing where I say I'm really caught up, even just a little bit ahead of things where I'm at. Not to say that there's not always more to do, because we all know there's more to do, always but let's not overwhelm ourselves with that and just say, you know, I created this, this time for myself to enjoy myself without feeling like I'm not, mm. you know, I'm leaving things on the back burner and really kind of disregarding my responsibilities or what I'm supposed to be really doing. So, like I said, it's finding that in the middle where you're not, you know, in between the two, you're just happy in the middle and you're not, you're still building yourself, growing, but then you're not eroding yourself where thinking, I'm just slacking off underneath. So that's, that's the, that's, that's the, the long winded way about it. I yeah. be this, I like the way you give like a long, long contextual answer. I do, I do, I do no, like no, to, I, 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 I expand on things a lot. You'll learn that as you continue to listen to the episode. If they're listening to this, then they've had to listen to me do that for the last 20 something episodes. So, <laughs> so they're all right. We're saving that sense. I can't give a straight answer. I can't give black and white answers. I have to give the context. Yeah. I have to give Thank the whole you. idea. I feel, I don't feel so bad now that I know he does. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but with, I would be the same in the sense that I have a few different things going on. I do in-person coaching, I do online coaching, yeah. do podcasting, um, I sometimes consult with uh, teams, um, looking to start up seminars and doing webinars at the moment. I have a whole yeah. different thing, a bunch of different yeah. things going on, but I, I like it because it keeps me entertained and it True. pulls different parts of me out. Mm. Um, would you find you're the same in that sense that you like the photography yeah. you like making clothes you like having different creative outlets for sure no I like um, and also Darren was telling me a, a bunch of other things he's doing that he's not talking in the public sphere but we'll get to that in a moment what a fucker <laughs> <laughs> what is it jujitsu and Gaelic football yeah no no all the other stuff we'll, we'll get to that as well um, so yeah I, I agree with you um, the podcast has actually um, made me realize how many different work ethics you can have and that's another thing like finding like what you literally what you were saying about finding your work ethic for yourself that suits you and even that what works for you today might work for you tomorrow but if it works okay, for you today stick to it and then refine it as you go and, and kind of keep in check um but like what you were saying the other things that the other different types of creative outlets as well um, really does bring a different side to you. It brings a different disciplinary side to you because it requires different skills. Mm. So you're actually honing in different skills that then you can bring back into those other fields that you already. So it's kind of a beautiful thing. You're giving yourself a chance to communicate with other people in a different way um, because, you know, 
uh, communicating with someone, like say if I'm writing a song, a collab with someone, I'm not going to be talking to, I'm going to be talking to them a completely different way, connecting with their creativity in a very different way, where as if I'm talking to someone about a photo shoot, and like, what do you have in mind? And what's your, you know, what's your vision? And I'm trying to kind of really attune to, okay, what they're saying, and mm -hmm. what they might be wanting and trying to find that happy medium to bring the two together and bring that little bit of my own creativity that they'll appreciate, hopefully <laughs> appreciate. And then on top of what they were asking for and a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's literally what I've been kind of feeling. I agree with you a hundred percent. Giving yourself a chance to, like I said, try out things. It, people have very strong opinions about things that when mm. I ask them, they're like, oh, I really don't like that food. I was like, have you, have you like tried it? Like, no. Because they'd be like, oh, it's a different type of cuisine. Yeah. Um, but have you tried it yeah, before I, you shoot it down? This here is, you're, is bring, you're bringing me on to a warm, you're coming down to the rabbit hole of self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecies and uh, limiting, limiting, uh, self-limiting beliefs. So... Saying something like that, you know, one of the common ones I get as coaches, I don't like vegetables. And I'm like, have you tried every vegetable in the world? Have you tried it cooked different ways? Have you tried it with different spices? Have you tried it with different main courses to go alongside it? If you haven't done that, you can't honestly say that I hate something. Yeah. You know, but more often than that, it's, we like, it's a, a lot of us, and all of us in some way, shape or form, but some of us do it in a lot of ways is we put ourselves into this little hole that I like this and I like that when maybe we haven't actually given it in their proper try. And in terms of even going back to the work side of things, people are like, this is how I've always done it, so I'm always yeah. going to keep doing it. And it works. Yeah, it works. Could it work better? <laughs> Could it have less negative effects on you? <laughs> oh, so there's bigger than just it works or it doesn't work. It's a bit a bigger picture. And do you know what? And, and giving things a chance to try it in a different way and maybe trying what the other person's suggesting, when you could, when you could say in that moment, thank you so much for the suggestion. I will try it out. If it doesn't work for me, I'll go back to my old ways mm. because I know this works better. But at least you tried it. Yeah. At least you gave it a chance, and, and that's kind of what I'm saying is, um, give yourself give yourself an op opportunity to explore different things, and and you know what, it keeps it interesting because mm. what you were talking about. I'm a creative person. For me, I feel like monotony is a killer to my creativity. In some ways. When you think about it, because like, how can I write new music? So if I have a routine of how I write a song, all my songs are going to be pretty much the same. If I can't kind of stick to that, I need to kind of try different avenues and have new experiences to write. The content of my music is going to be different. So it's the same with actors. Like actors are, are like, I have to go out there and live life and try different things because if I don't, I don't know how to tune into a particular character. It means I'll always stick to the same character and be like in a, say my niche's comedies, like how many like my niche's comedies. But she gives other things a chance, you know, and, and, and she's out there living life and she's a very active, like, person where she, you know, she's tried different things and even, like, you know, Rihanna, when you think about, like, she's always, like, giving her things a chance, but that's what teaches you to kind of be open to very different ways of living and expanding your awareness and mm -hmm. you're, like, that opens up doors for more opportunity, too. 100%, and, like, you know? you're saying about skills being transferable and experiences are transferable, like, if you stumble across like a great experience that kind of changes your outlook and something when you have reapproached things that you've done in the past you're probably going to approach it differently you, you might see different options opening up um particularly with work when you're doing different things those skills transfer across and you kind of you look at things with a different sort of lens mm. and somebody i can't remember who it was though used to always bring it up about the the nasa i think it was nasa had a problem that they had up on the um, or equation or uh, something they needed solving up on their website for mm -hmm. years. Um, no, they couldn't solve it in-house for years and then they put it up on the website and it's like anybody in the world can try it. You don't have to be a scientist or a, a rocket scientist to That's attempt awesome. it. Some fella in England who is nothing to do with science ended up, so I think he was like, he worked in a fucking betting shop or something like that. He ended up solving it because he had a different reference point. He had a different kind of way of looking at it. Whereas it was probably more of a straightforward answer, whereas the scientists were like digging deep in equations and yeah, looking maybe too close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where sometimes you just need to like look and take it, take it in a different way. Wow. And I, I would say when everyone, if you've always done something the same way, just try other avenues. And do you know another thing that I really like about this particular approach is I think if you're someone who works around a lot of people and especially the music industry, you're going to be around a lot of people all the time. So. If anything, I think if you're working as a team and you have a certain vision, I feel like, okay, you're like trying to organize a project. Okay, even if, like I said, like the photographer or the photo shoot, 
I feel like if you're that type of person that gives things a chance and give things like um, you tend to give people more freedom. Like you're like, okay, I you obviously done this before, and I trust you in your area field. Go and do that, and you're not gonna like sort of question them. You're like, how are you gonna do it? Or like you like do it this way, and you you tend to kind of focus on your own things less, and and it I think the process becomes more effortless for everybody, and it's a more free flow and enjoying experience. Now I'm not saying, you know, I'm talking about creative field. Um, mm. I'm not saying, you know, in a scientist that you should be free flowing, you know, if you're making medicine. It's more technical, yeah, but I'm saying when it comes to these type of things, you yeah. know, take it. But take even that in that, much. there's some variations that them, they could, like, no matter what work you do, there is a slight different way of doing it or a different approach, you know, no matter what it is, there's always something. Yeah. Um, but uh, sure. yourself, the podcast that you have is about promoting women in, in, in the music industry and... I would say, apart from being underrepresented in the music industry, uh, I would say women are definitely underrepresented in rap music. Most definitely. <laughs> like, probably, like, you know, whatever about women in the music industry being here, like, women in rap is probably a little bit lower. And I, yeah. I, oh, I respect for anyone who attempts to make music and put themselves out there, but even more so in that sphere, seeing as it's, like, when you think people, most people think rap, it's like bitches, hoes, like, all this sort of stuff. So it's kind of like, I'm sure it's an intimidating maybe arena to be going into in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Have you? Is it like? Is that like something that you're like right now? I'll actively like do it because I'm like not to go against that, but like is it kind of is kind of against that to a degree. A bit of both. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I'm doing this generally because I was like I had a genuine interest at the beginning um, to even get into that to begin with. You have to have an interest to get into something, mm. but. Um, as I went forward and moved forward with this whole um, exploration of myself as a female rapper in the music industry, um, I did start to notice little blocks of kind of just like blocks of opportunity. I'm after hitting my own yeah, head knock the head off. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah, knock the head off. Blocks. But um, uh, the kind of blocks of opportunity that were there that started to become more and more prevalent. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's also kind of like developing yourself and asking yourself what i was saying earlier is like is this the best i can be at the moment now mm. i'm not saying honor where you are at it's important to honor where you're at but it's also like saying well maybe this is a message to ask myself to say maybe my standard of music isn't exactly where it should be yet mm. to, to be to be put up you know with everybody else's so it, it could be an extra message that's underlying the whole situation that might be even to do with the fact that you're female. Maybe it's just something like, babe, keep working on your music. Mm. Keep working on the formula of how you pro approach your music, the arrangement, the content of the lyrics, the delivery. Um, and there there are some things that started to kind of become more obvious that like more opportunities started to come my way. So it wasn't always to do with that. It's kind of some of that and then some of it is the other. But I, I do feel like if you're honestly someone who just won't back down, work hard, and continue to like build your context, so like like I guess part of that Mediva podcast is that when music does go ahead, I have a very strong network of women in the music industry that can I can get the support of, and mm. you walk differently, you feel differently, you show up differently because you have the strong support of people behind you that are in the same field, or you can just ring them up and say, you know, how do I approach uh, the situation or um any expertise and or can you help me with this and, or the and music videos on and i want the whole fucking bungees to come down and we're gonna <laughs> yeah. go boxy mental and <laughs> <laughs> um, so like you know you start to kind of feel i've started to notice little things that will just support you and how you show up and then you start saying to yourself well you know can you give me genuine feedback and sometimes it could be the, the females they have a strong relationship with be like honey maybe you can do this in a different way. Maybe this could be a little bit better. And mm -hmm. sometimes you need someone honest. I, I think guys set, tend to send the messages if they really like something, like males. Okay, they're like, if I like something, I'm like, I fucking love it, and I'll tell you. But if there's something that's a little bit off, and maybe you can work on something a little bit more, then you guys don't say nothing, mm -hmm. and that's a message. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I feel like that's something. So I was like, maybe me having the female support is enough to kind of say, look, I know you're in the same industry. You've been around. You know what's up. Can you tell me if you like this? Should I go ahead? And I do, I get so much feedback from my females, like even just female friends and they're like, girl, this, this music, you know, is the best you've written so far. And what I love is that it actually brought me into a different field of the music that I write about now, that I feel like my music is now more um, attuned to me as a female. I was like, why do I have to, I don't have to write what a guy would write about mm. and that can be your strength. So, you know, he, it t totally takes you in a completely different 
um, category when you do that and that becomes kind of your niche so it's yeah. it's creating the niche that of that for yourself and I was like well actually the fact that I'm a female and the stuff that I write about probably like my feelings <laughs> <laughs> you're like well the dudes are gonna do that so why can't you know and 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 I feel good about it and it feels right when I write the song I'm like it feels right that feels good I'm vibing with it and you know what that's actually attracting a strong female base and mm. ask yourself who's like the strongest support in the music industry of artists females Always. females go get crazy obsessed with guys and think of just artists. the Bieber yeah. concerts that's oh my god think of the Beatles of... the girls are just like yeah yeah so you see what I'm talking about so I'm saying now if a female can really connect with her lyrics she'd be like I can she she, she really penetrates my psyche mm. she gets me oh my god those lyrics mm. and I'm like wow I think I'm onto something love that shit who are uh, some female rappers that you would look to, like, that would be like, oh, I fuck with them, or that they kind of inspire me a wee bit? Um, I mean, I do look up to an artist as a person, like, rather than a female, but if we're going into that kind of category, like... I'm glad you said that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> like, I do, I do, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I respect someone working hard and I see they're working really hard and doing really amazing things and they're inspiring me in ways and I don't care what their sex is, it's like mm. they're still inspiring me. So, um, but if I say, you know, female category. It's mostly because I actually noticed that I go, I went through my music and I was like, I fuck all female hip hop artists that I follow. And it's not because, it's probably just because I don't actively seek them out and more often than not, it's males that get pushed. Yeah, exactly. You it's, know. it's it's a very um kind of that genre that's like very kind of like yo <laughs> dude. But like you said, some of their little Sims. Yeah, little banging. Sims. I love little Sims. Um, Reverie is cool as well. It's the fact that I got to actually meet her when she came mm. to Ireland and saw her perform, and um, she's very self-made. And so is little Sims. And the fact that it's it's these women that i've met that they were like they didn't back down they knew their worth and and they're like okay you're not going to support me but i'm going to keep going mm. until i get to a point where you're like you wish you had supported me yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's where you want to be ladies love that love that i remember the first female mc i ever saw was miss dynamite you know miss dynamite and i'm yeah. being an stereo i actually listened to her, her brother akala who's also a rapper yeah uh, do you know no he is an interesting dude. He is an English lecturer and he's also a rapper. And he wrote a book called Natives. It's about like the British Empire and all, but I didn't realise they were brother and sister. And I was like, wow. shit, it, made me, it reminded me that Miss Dynamite was the first ever female MC that wow. I ever seen. Like, I'd seen Salt and Pepper, but it didn't really clock that, that like, women don't rap you know what i mean it was yeah. so but up until missy elliott too missy you know, elliott yeah um, get your feet yeah, the, holy the shit al, the good alpha can like you know 80s 90s low cam she's just like badass like that sexual appeal you, you can't deny it like you know what i mean and obviously you know all the just basically like all when i think about i always think of like 90s females because i felt like the music was kind of more I don't want to say like authentic, like I don't know the lyrical content, like uh, they were like more soulful because it was like such an era for that, like soulful hip hop music, fucking too bad, bringing that poetry and kind of um, enabling all the other artists to say. Erica Badu it's coming a, out, yeah, Lauren Hill. Exactly, exactly. So Lauren Hill, all of these names like are just like, oh my god, they're like their music, like soul to my music. And you know what? I know this is like is in the rap kind of field, but like when I think of like Nina Simone and mm. and kind of where her like culture and ethnicity culture was at at the time where she was at as a person and um all the other stuff that was going on with the music and basically you know black culture and, and people how they were able to get more freedom in society through like their being artists and stuff like yeah. that and it's crazy it's like Man. they're only able to mix with white people when they're singing to white people and this is crazy like all and only stuff. because like certain uh, famous white people probably pushed it as well i've ever seen things it. about marilyn Mon marilyn monroe uh, i can't remember who it was yeah, specifically yeah. She was like, no, nah, she's playing at this uh, event or whatever. Yeah, she supported it. Like, Marilyn Monroe was awesome for that. I she's would also, so underrated for a, that, you know. A part, someone actually said to me, though, before you have to be wary of, sometimes those stories are planted, you know, the old white savior sort of thing. You know, I know. So I, yeah. I, I always have to be careful. If you know the story better than we do, let us know. True. Because let us know in our ignorance. I, I agree. <laughs> that's, that's a good point to make. But, like, even just her, like, say, like, Nina Small's music and lyrical content inspired me so much how she was able 
to transmute such painful things into like just something so beautiful like mm. and until this day i i still listen i, I bought an entire greatest hit cd of nina Simone, wow. two cds inside and all of her greatest hits and i was just like i would like lie down and just let the music take over me and love that these are the kind of artists that really like inspire me so if it able is to kind of immerse you into a completely different world you're like you have transcended time my friend mm, <laughs> i hope that. i can do that with my music that is the fucking goal with anything yeah. that you put out into the world whether it's uh like paintings whether it's music whether it's a film whatever it's photography you want to stand the test of time mm. so we've changed angle we got the feature good old pedo where is he there he is shout out pedo mccardle actually good time to promote the uh, McGuinness's pub in Dundalk. The best pint to hop in Dundalk. Fight me if you disagree. <laughs> I'm drinking a Coke, so I have she no comment. No she comment. comment. Um, <laughs> but we were chatting about... I can edit this bit out, I know. Uh, we're talking about females and music. Yeah, like that. music transcending time. Mm, transcending time. What do you think define... What, what characteristics do you think define you know, transcending time? Like what things... What helps things stand out uh, through all time periods through all time periods yeah. i think it's um sticking to kind of um kind of being human and the human condition and that we're all going through like the experience of what it's like to be a spirit in a human body and and once you're kind of like just authentic with that and i feel like that's what kind of like i said i feel i've been tuning into more being honest of like okay i'm a female in a human body what does a female want to rap about and mm. And, and kind of what would people connect with and, and being honest with myself about this. So I feel like that's that's the stuff that I connect with the most is like, um, and pain, a little human condition and all of that mm. kind of stuff. And you're like, people are going through shit. And mm. I'm not saying it all has to be about pain. I'm saying that there's ups and downs of human condition in every possible But your experience. Like that's the shit that transcends time. You tell know? us about that boy. <laughs> I want to hear that in your music. No. <laughs> I'll never tell where I live. <laughs> never talk about <laughs> it's funny when i think of like something that stands at the test of time i think back to some poetry i don't know why poetry is always what stands out to me um because it can be because we speak words all the time right and with music there is music to go along with it and there's a flow and there's a rhythm so it's a little bit deeper than just True. words whereas sometimes with poetry it's literally the words doesn't matter specifically how you actually say the words yeah. like it can still have massive it's like kind of impact on you like I don't, have you heard of patrick Kavanagh? of course yeah patrick so he's only from down the road and in the scheme <laughs> like in the scheme awesome. like five ten minutes from where i grew up um and his po poetry always stands out in my head um and it's probably that it's like talking about the experience you don't have to know anything about the person you can just listen to that one little bit and you see like an insight to that person's kind of soul you do and and that's why i, I love this like I, I go through phases of like song analysis and, and poetry analysis where i continue to like polish myself in that lyrical way because i do feel like it brings so much more depth if you do that to your lyrics and if you have the instrumental or like the melody to support that that even creates even more depth mm -hmm. from like you said what you're saying the poetry so i i love that i love poetry in general love that shit yeah uh, right i to the last few little kind of questions and things that i've these are pre-planned things not the, what sparked upon like that whole conversation we've had over the last 35 minutes if you thought it was scripted it wasn't <laughs> uh, what's one thing you do every day or maybe every week to look after your mental health yeah so i think meditation was mm. one that was mentioned um i love the on your story when you're talking about connecting with nature i do mm. feel like that's that really does affect my mental health a lot if i like say like I said, some days, if it's my the art of doing nothing day, um, sometimes I'm in the house a little too much and maybe on Netflix too much or, you know, just kind of haven't left the house. And sometimes that's enough to kind of realize I'm like, ooh, I don't, I kind of feel a bit icky, you know, mm. and, and, and that's enough sometimes. And, and one thing that I've noticed as well from like regular exercising and like you said, taking care of yourself in the way that you should be taking care of yourself. Even that one day, if your body doesn't get even like 30 minutes of exercise, which was like the big emphasis during COVID, it's like even 30 minutes of exercise, I feel it right away. It's like, I'm like, whoa, I don't know how I feel right. And I'm like, everybody's annoying me. I don't know why, mm. but it really isn't everybody. Sometimes you just need to go for a walk <laughs> and get some fresh air and nature. Look at trees. 
trees. I feel the blowing wind. Um, I fucking love trees. So yeah, um, journaling. Sometimes I do journaling. I go in and out of phases of. Um, it helps me process my feelings. It helps a lot. Um, do kind of like this. Um, it's. I know this is gonna sound very strange to those who never heard of this, but it's like a shakti dance. Mm. You know, shakti dance. So it's like you. Shake the last it. podcast we did, we were actually talking about shakti. So this is two yeah, in a row. Shake it off. Like it helps to shake off and move certain emotions that could be stagnant in your body. So if you're familiar that, like sometimes if we haven't processed some of our emotions, it can get stuck in your body and actually become like a physical ailment. So the shakti dance helps to kind of just shake it off. And every day, if you wake up, it just gets kind of your body and energy flowing, and it's just awesome. I've been doing that for a while, and it's buzz, 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 buzz. Yeah, so, and, and being social, like spend time with your friends and spend time with people that are good for you. Mm. you spend time with people who are good for you, you'll see your mental health dramatically improve. Hallelujah! <laughs> yeah. Love that. Right, once if you were to put on a song, right, I'm gonna throw out a phrase or. Say something you. I want you to provide the soundtrack for that. Okay, I'll do okay. my best. I'm okay. not. I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna be as good at that, but I'll do my best. Yeah, yeah. No, just try whatever comes okay. to you. Okay. Uh, Sunday morning. Easy like Sunday morning. <laughs> I do that. I love that song. That's why it's my favorite song. Uh, unwind. Unwind. Yeah, like if you want to unwind. Can't think of something. No, like. no. Can tune. you think of something like that? Oh man. Give me one. Tune. You I like unwind. Right, so do you know it's the Delphonics? Didn't I blow your mind? I'm not gonna sing it because it's really high. Oh, I am gonna sing it. <laughs> Didn't I blow your mind this time? Didn't I? The piano in it is immense, but it's just so slow, and I just be singing along, and I'm like, I could fall asleep now. After so this. unwind, isn't it? Yeah, unwinding. Cool. Yeah. Whoa. Um. Right, well, that's the song's done. I ended up answering that second one, so but I'm not gonna answer any already. No, cool, cool. No worries. No worries. <laughs> uh, favorite album. I'm putting. If you're not big into listening to albums, we can swap um, it to artist. Illmatic Nas. Ooh, boom! I seen him perform it in live as well. I think it was like 2000 and I think it's 15. I think it's 2015 when Life Festival was going on. To anybody that was there, what's up? And and it was the best experience ever. And you want to hear a funny story? the whole weekend of live festival that year was raining to those people who were there and as soon as nas came to perform and do his closing set the sun came out at the corner of the stage there was not one drop of rain it was beautiful as soon as he got off it went back to the shitty weather no way (laughs) it was magical okay we'll 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 wrap it up we'll wrap it up the last three questions then favorite movie oh my god or movie that Sticks out in your mind. Um, I I feel like Shawshank Redemption is a good one. Well, I don't want a good one. I want your favorite. Oh, um, no, I mean that. It, it, I know, it, yeah. it, it's a good, I mean, far as come, it's those impactful movies. Um, actually, do you know what I'm gonna leave on? Woman's Scent. Mm. Al Pacino's in it. Yeah. And to those who haven't seen it, if you need a little bit of life inspiration, pump you up, and think about like society's integrity and how you show up in the world, whoa. That movie right Al Pacino, there. it has that speech. Depth. That speech at the end. He's got depth. I like. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that one. He's probably yeah. my favorite actor. Probably amazing actor. Um, I did want to be the Godfather of most of my adult or child Devil's, and adult. Devil's Advocate. No, and the Godfather. No, I've seen Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate, unbelievable. Oh my God. He's just an amazing actor. I can't. It's I can't fucking class. It. He's in it. It's a good movie. <laughs> Any given Sunday is a shit film, but he's very good in it. <laughs> And Jamie Foxx's song in it is, 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 is good. good. Um, favorite podcast? Oh, higher level training. No, no, yet. <laughs> See, flop. Holy fuck. <laughs> Somebody get our taxi. I'm not dropping it as well. <laughs> it's higher training, not higher level. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it could, it could be. Maybe you need to rebrand. <laughs> no, apart from our podcasts, what are our podcasts do you like? I honestly, I like, like, I went through a phase when I was single for a while before that, and um, I like to, like, I was learning a lot about, like, intimacy, so there's, like, Julia Allen, um, she's a sexologist, so I was learning a lot about, like, intimacy and relationships, and that was a big deal for me, so I, that was kind of a, a thing, um, I also like to listen to some, um, um, it's uh, John Wineland, so it's healthy masculinity as well. So mm. he's he's very good at that. Um, yeah, I kind of like to kind of just learn about like how 
to connect with people and build good relationships because I think that's like the core of like you know, when you talk about mental health and just in general like relationships are key in our lives and having a good relationship with yourself and all these things so yeah love that yeah do you read I do somewhat reading. I like to even read. audiobooks. Do you listen? Audiobooks are good. Right. Yeah. What what's one that stands out in your head that you would recommend to people? Um, honestly, like um, if you guys are familiar with like Matt Can, Matt Can, uh, he's like a, a a spiritual leader, and he kind of talks about different things and um, kind of like you know honor what comes up. So anything that comes up within you, and kind of like honor that, and like you know not push it down because everything kind of every emotion, everything is kind of. It has an experience for you to experience like something there for you to take from it so um he's he's amazing and there's um i can't remember the name of his book but um i'll get i'll get you to add it into the description yeah but um his book i'm, I'm reading at the minute and um it's uh, been very impactful it's so easy to read it's very simple read easy read love that i know you're a fan of quotes i've seen you share a few quotes and things like that before <laughs> is there any quote that stands out in your head Oh, do you want to leave the listeners with today? Oh, oh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say there's a particular quote. I w- I can say a quote that could be like something that I'm, that I'm just like creating it in the moment and just kind of you know stay stay authentic to yourself and um that relationship that you have with you and that's that's pretty much it and and that the rest of it will fall into place what's meant for you you know so i guess what what's meant for you won't pass you will i will i say that <laughs> what's for you won't pass you <laughs> yeah. love it yeah just to end with a tradi- the most traditional irish saying yeah love that well thank you very much thank you you're a legend thank you guys for listening